God's Word says all Scripture is God-breathed, and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. Whatever season of life you're in, the Bible has answers. Come along with me as we discuss life, faith, marriage, parenting, and more, all in light of Scripture. Thanks for listening to the Streams of Water podcast. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Streams of Water. I am your host, Shauna, and I'm so glad you're listening today. We are on a week four, I believe, of a Words Matter series, and the last couple weeks have been um, more focused on how negative words are impactful, and This week, I wanted to switch gears a little bit and talk about how positive words um, in our lives are impactful. And to be honest, I wanted to start the series um, with um, what we're talking about today, which is encouragement and encouraging one another with words, because um, it's more fun to talk about (laughs) Um, but I really felt like, um, talking about gossip and, um, last week, um, what did we talk about last week? Oh, swearing. That's right. Oh my goodness. How could I forget? Um, those things I felt like, um, I, I wanted to address those things too. And I think they helped answer some questions that people had and maybe questions that I had too about those subjects. So, um, so we are finally on a more positive and, um, more fun subject of encouragement. And so, um, today, uh, I come to you, um, honestly, a, a little cranky and not feeling that motivated to be encouraging myself. And so I'm like, of course it would land on, uh, this day that I would be recording this episode, but, I am grateful for that because I'm reminded of my own weaknesses and I reminded that I am human. And even though I tend to, um, encouraging others with words, um, I feel like comes, I don't know if I would even say naturally, but it's more of a skill set of mine. Um, it reminds me that I am human and I don't feel that way every day. And, um, And so as this Words Matter series has gone along, I have needed to hear what I'm saying to myself every week. So three for three on the subject of words and what Shauna needs to hear. So, um, okay. So I just wanted to um, lay out kind of what the purpose of encouragement is. I think sometimes we tend to want to just help others and say positive things. And that's not bad, but um, when it's not a truthful statement, um, it's actually more harmful than than good. Our intentions might be good. We might want to help somebody feel better or um, turn, you know, turn somebody's week around or day around, but, um, saying just kind of blanket statements, um, are not helpful. And here's what I mean by that. Something that has, 
um, irked me a little bit when I'm scrolling social media, which I really need to not do that all the time. Maybe we'll do a social media episode series. Um, but when I'm scrolling social media and I see these posts from people I don't know, you know, they, they'll show you posts of people who are not your friends that are suggested to you. Um, and it'll say things like, in case you needed to hear this, or in case anybody needs to hear this, you're a good mom. And what really bothers me about that statement is a couple of things. One is what does a good mom mean anyway? Um, when we're all just broken people. Um, I mean, there are qualities of a mom who is kind and loving and caring for her children, of course. But, um, but what bothers me even more is that person, when they said that and they're throwing it out there to the world, they don't know me. They don't know if I'm a good mom. They don't know if I spoke kindly to my children today. Um, and I think what it does is we read that and we say, oh, yeah, that's right. This stranger told me I'm a good mom, so therefore I am. It doesn't matter if I lost my temper today and didn't ask for forgiveness to my child. Uh, it doesn't matter if I, you know, was... Um, a lazy mom and didn't play with my kids. I'm just getting through. I'm just buckling down and doing my best. And therefore I'm a good mom. And I think it just causes us to have this false sense of what I'm entitled to if I've had a bad day. And I was listening to the Risen Motherhood podcast. I've talked about it a couple times on here and they're in interviewing Jen Wilkin, who is I, I'm a fan, fangirl of her, um, because I'm really a fan of how she just teaches the Bible, but they were interviewing her and I was like, oh, these are multiple people that I respect and, and that love the Lord are together on one episode. And, um, she was talking about how she, what she doesn't appreciate about mommy blogs is that there's this false, um, there's this sense of that failing is like king, you know, like, um, oh, it's just so hard. And, um, yeah, I, you know, I didn't do this or that today or whatever. And I'm not trying to be works-based here. Um, but what her, what she was talking about was sometimes as young uh, moms of young children, we tend to make a lot of excuses and say, um, like for instance, we can't read our Bible because we're just so busy and there's not time. And, and while a lot of that is true, and she was talking about how we all have different, different capacities. Um, it's really, there's just a lot of excuses sometimes in young motherhood. So I don't say that to make you feel bad if you're a mom of young children and you haven't read your Bible today. I'm not doing, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that sometimes like Jen was saying, we tend to um, have all these excuses and this, like the idea of failing is held up on this pedestal and it's like, it's okay, girl, I'm failing too. Like we're in it together instead of addressing like, what can I do in my failings? Who can I turn to that being God of like, I am weak, God. I need your strength today. But also, you know, um, how can I address those things that actually might be sinful in my life? Um, yes, the season of 
young children is busy and messy and sticky. Um, but there's a lot of opportunity to um, be refined in the fire uh, if we allow God to do that in us. So anyways, I went off on a little tangent there, but I just listened to it the other day and it was just so helpful. So um, so encouragement to one another is not just saying, hey, you're a good mom. Encouragement actually um, is meant to be done when we're living life among one another. Now, I'm not saying you can't see a mom in Costco. I did this the other day. <laughs> there was a mom in Costco with a kid. I had all my kids and I just like looked at her and I said, you know what? Sometimes I just want to see moms at Costco and be like, thumbs up. We're doing it. You know? And she kind of just laughed and gave me a thumbs up back. Um, but like, there's a place for that, but it's also speaking it um, truthfully. And how can we speak something truthfully if we don't really know much about that person. And how do we know much about that person? We live life um, among them and with them. So Hebrews 10, 24 and 25 um, say, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. So in first Peter, he talks about, um, our good works among non-believers, um, that when they see those good works, they may glorify God. Right. And so when we say kind things, kind and truthful things to someone, it's not actually to just make them feel better or to have a quick fix for them. It's really actually so that that they, being believers or not, would turn and praise God because of the good things that we're saying to them. And so I think sometimes we get caught up in, I'm just going to go and say all these kind things to someone, um, but without the um, heart behind it being a, it needs to be truthful what I'm saying to them and, um, B so that it really is encouraging them to look to God and see him as the one who is good and, um, really behind the encouragement that, that we're saying. Um, also I, I don't think encouragement is, we should do it so that we feel good. You know, I think sometimes we also, um, we do, we do feel, I don't know about you, but you do feel good when you compliment someone and they, they take it and Oh, thank you. You know, even if it's just somebody's, um, you like somebody's dress they have or something like that, but, um, it's not done actually to make, yourself feel better. And Philippians 2, it talks about considering others better than yourselves. I am Bible flipping right now. So if you hear my pages, it's a beautiful sound. So I hope that doesn't bother you. But Philippians 2 verse 3 says, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, count others more significant than yourselves. I think often when I think about this verse, it's because I'm negatively thinking about someone and I need to remind myself, oh, I need to consider that person, you know, higher than myself 
think of them first. But I think it's also when we, um, if we encourage someone, but really we're doing it for ourselves, that's not the point. And so um, those are a couple of things that I think encouragement, we, we shouldn't do it out of that kind of um, vantage point. And what is encouragement? What is the purpose behind encouragement? So encouragement is 100% backed by scripture. Um, as most of my, uh, or a lot of my episodes, I'll I'll reference back to creation and the Trinity and how we see the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit all a part of Trinity. And it talks about that we are created in His image. And so, therefore, we are created for community. We are not three in one in ourselves, but we are created by a God who is in himself a community. And therefore, we are in need and we have that desire. Um, just as being human to be in community with one another. And so it is backed by scripture. First Thessalonians 5.11. Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. And I was thinking, you know, I did like a Google search of verses that talk about encouragement. And there are, there are a lot of them. A lot of them are, you know, verses to encourage people with. Um, but As I was thinking about this, I was thinking the entire Bible is about encouragement. Um, It is. It was written um, so that we can know who God is, and that we can know um, His character and what He loves, what He hates, and that is encouraging. That we would have a God that reveals Himself as much as he does, he doesn't reveal all of himself to us. I think we're going to be really excited and surprised by different things we learn about him in eternity. Um, But, you know, I think of all of the epistles or the letters that Paul um, and James and Peter and so on wrote in the New Testament. Um, The New Testament is a huge chunk of it are letters that these men through the, through the guidance of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit's words, um, wrote to surrounding churches in the area, some to um, call them out on sin that was happening um, or laziness or, or whatever, but some to encourage churches who are doing, doing it right and following um, scripture and uh, following God. And so look up, you know, any of the letters that are in the New Testament and you are going to find encouragement, whether it was encouraging them to um, stop the sin that was happening in the church or whether it was encouraging them of, hey, you're doing a good job, keep it going. And so there, there are single verses in the Bible that talk about encouragement, but there's also um, like the entirety of, of scripture and especially these letters in the new Testament, um, are encourage encouragement. And so we should encourage one another because scripture tells us to do that because God tells us to do that. Um, another is another reason is it's a call to unity to make God's name great. And so again, it's not just this, like, oh, I'm going to tell somebody that their makeup looks great today because I want them to feel better about themselves. But it's it's actually when we do those things, and I know that sounds trite, but 
hearing that sometimes is just, it's really nice <laughs> to hear that you look nice, but whether it's encouraging someone, Hey, I, I saw how you, um, handled your child throwing a tantrum the other day. And I just want to encourage you that, um, I think that was really Christ-like the way that you talked to your child, um, or somebody that's walking through a dark season of cancer or whatever it is of encouraging that person, um, you know, to, by, by giving them a meal or, um, just a text to say that you're praying for them. I think that there are tons of ways, obviously that we can encourage one another, but the point of it is not really just to make that person feel better, but the point of it should be to establish unity among believers in order to make God's name great. So Romans 15, um, verse five and six, says, may the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another in accord with Christ Jesus, that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. So again, going back to that, the first point I was talking about of, um, you know, how do we encourage one another? Well, we have to know one another. So by living together, now many of us aren't going to live in the same home or on the same piece of land, but living together, um, as far as going to the same church, um, hanging out during the week, watching each other's children, going to the local high school to watch sporting events, uh, running to the store and asking someone, do you need something? I mean, the list goes on and on, but it's, it's this call to live together. And it says in harmony with one another, um, in accord with Christ Jesus. So doing it in a way that is Christ-like, because you can certainly live live life with somebody and it's not Christ-like. And that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's, it's for God that we encourage one another. It is our, our, whatever encouragement it is to that person is building a relationship so that God's name would be great. Not so that my name would be great or that person who I gave a compliment to that their name would be great, but so that together God's name would be great. And it's also not just with words, but it's with actions. Um, in John 13, 35, God talks about how his disciples um, will be known. So 1335 says, by this, oh, and let me back up. I'm going to back up all the way to verse 31. Um, when he, Jesus, had gone out, Jesus said, now is the Son of Man glorified. So this is before Jesus, um, after he had washed the, the disciples' feet. And this is like in the throes of right before he was going to be arrested and crucified. So, um now is the son of man glorified and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and glorify him at once. You can go back and read that by yourself. Just read it slowly and dissect it. Little children, um, yet a little while I am with you. You will seek me. And just as I have said to the Jews, so now I also say to you, where I'm going, you cannot come. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. 
loving one another includes lots of things, um, laying down our lives, um, giving of our finances, speaking kindly, making meals, um, going through hard seasons of life with one another, praying for one another. There's so many ways that we can love one another. Absolutely. But, um, but one of those is, is by words and what we say and how we speak to one another, it matters. So I hope that this, um, today was an encouragement to you. Um, I think that, um, it would do us some good to sit and think about, um, one, am I, do, am I a encourager, um, on the daily, right? It's, it should be something we're, we're daily thinking about and doing. And, um, and two is my, um, mission or my reason for doing this. Is it, to make myself feel better? Is it just to make that person feel better? Or is it really to build a relationship with that believer and, you know, make, make God's name great because of it. So, um, thank you for listening. And I just hope that you, um, leave today thinking of, of a way that you can, um, encourage someone else. And I think that our, um, Memory verse is going to be First Thessalonians 5.11. And I'm going to flip to it again. We did lots of Bible flipping today. Um, and it says, therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. All right. Thanks so much.